Before we get started this week, I have some exciting news. Uh, We have opened up just a couple of spots in my one-on-one leadership coaching program. And uh, so for those of you that are ready to gain more freedom in business and in life, that want to build a high-performing team, create an amazing company culture, and to develop your professional leadership skills, I would love to talk about how we can help you do that together. Uh, If this is something of interest to you, you can reach out to me directly, kyle at gormancompanies.com. Please be sure in the subject line, type in the word coaching, and I will send you back a, uh, a link to my calendar so we can jump on a call and see if it makes sense for us to work together. Welcome to the Employer Blueprint Podcast, where we help leaders build great teams for great companies with your host, entrepreneur and leadership coach, Kyle Gorman. Passive income is a hot topic right now. We hear people talk about it quite frequently, Um, but is it right for you? And what do you do to start creating passive income? Today's guest, Sylvie McCracken, uh, is an expert in helping lead people towards the creation of passive income, um, whether that's through an ebook or through uh, some sort of course or coaching. There's so many ways to create passive income, um, but we oftentimes have hurdles that we've got to get over to make that happen. And Sylvie has a proven step-by-step process to help uh, specifically people in the health profession create passive income. But the tips and the information that she shares today can help any of us uh, when we decide this is something that we want to do. We want to create a passive revenue stream uh, for more freedom in our world, more freedom in our life, more freedom in our business. So this is going to be some great information uh, for those of you that have even considered creating this type of revenue stream in your life and in your business. Uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. As always, please hit that subscribe button. I also ask that you would leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're getting your podcasts. And if you have any questions, any comments, or uh, you'd like us to hit on a specific topic, please let us know. You can reach out to us at podcast at employerblueprint.com. I want to thank you for joining us this week on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Uh, We have with us Sylvie McCracken, um, who is helping people create passive income, you know, sort of this this big myth out in the world about passive income and what we can do with it and how we can do it. And believe it or not, there are people out there doing it. And Sylvie helps people figure out the right way to create this type of platform for themselves. So really looking forward to being able to uh, share this information with you today. Sylvie, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, as we get started here, why don't you walk us through your history and experience and kind of catch us up to speed uh, as to how you got to where you are now. Sure. Thank you, Kyle, for having me. And really how it happened was I was working full time in uh, the celebrity world in Hollywood and, you know, just kind of working a regular job to provide for my family of five. And I started really researching about health just because I had so many different diagnoses since I was five years old and uh, finally started getting serious about getting healthy. And so I started researching about health and started transforming my health over, you know, the course of 10, 12 months 
months and wanted to really share, mostly with nutrition, wanted to share that info with the world. And I knew I didn't have time for a hobby. Mm-hmm. So I set out to you know, create a business. I really wanted that to be something that I could do full-time is really help people with their health. And so in that discovery, I thought, well, what could I possibly do? Am I going to go back to school to be a nutritionist? Am I going to... What am I going to do? And the reality is I knew that um, it had to be something that was passive income. It couldn't be one-on-one because I only had my evenings and weekends and that would never be enough money to replace that six-figure day job. So um, you know, I started that first website, which is still very much alive and kicking today, hollywoodhomestead.com, sharing information, which now is mostly about gut health Mm -hmm. and really creating uh, income that could sell while I was at my day job, while I was asleep, et cetera. And that's how my kind of love of passive income started. Mm -hmm. And then naturally, doctors, nutritionists, et cetera, started approaching me saying, hey, can you teach us how to do this? And that's how the second business where we started coaching health professionals on how to create passive income kind of was born. Right, right. Um, and so for those that don't know, I mean, and I know, especially in this digital marketing age, um, you know, many of us hear about passive income quite a bit. But for those out there that may not be that familiar with passive income, why don't you explain to us um, kind of what that means and what what implementing passive income into our world, uh, the impact that has on an individual business owner? Yeah. So, um, you know, I have to agree sometimes with the passive income haters that there's no such thing as 100% passive income, right? So this idea of, you know, the four-hour work week where you sit with a laptop and a martini and just watch the money come in um, is probably a little bit far-fetched. And there's definitely nothing passive about setting up a passive income stream. Mm-hmm. So... That is, I think, what holds people back the most is that you really do need to be willing to kind of roll up your sleeves and work for $0 an hour for a while Mm -hmm. and create an asset that's going to be able to sell while you sleep. And so... You know, and even then, so our uh, health business is, you know, I would say 80% passive income. And the only active stuff over there that is, is required is basically there's one supplement that has to be shipped out by a team member. And there's some customer service when someone doesn't know how to download a PDF. But other than that, the rest happens with automations and apps and Google traffic. Yeah. And so, you know, what that means is really having at least a product, at least one of the products being not your time being not something that requires you to deliver anything that can be something that someone can purchase. It gets downloaded or they have their logins or whatever, whatever it may be. And that you could be honestly dead for it to continue on basically. In order for this to work, as you say, there's a lot of work that gets put in this on the front end, especially sort of developing the platform, developing your, your service. Um, and so it's got to be something that you're very passionate about because you're going to mm-hmm. invest a lot of time at $0 return initially. Um, do, you, do you provide any kind of thoughts or tips or, or steps for people trying to figure out where that passion area lies or what it is they've got somewhere in their brain that they could put together to create this type of platform for themselves? Yeah. So actually, that's one of the things we spend the most time on with our health professional clients. And actually, on the passion side of things, I, I almost find that that comes the easiest in our seven-step process. So our very first step is, you know, we, we kind of take them through seven different steps to really selecting a topic. Right. And right. one of those, obviously, they have to be passionate about it. But more important than that, or, or at least a little bit harder than that, because they're usually coming in already with a deep passion for something. Right. Um, but we really want to find where that passion intersects for what the, what the market is access 
market's asking for, what the market needs, what the market wants more specifically, right. uh, because they can be passionate all they want about, you know, this new study that just came out on how to cure cancer. And the reality is, you know, we have to find where that intersects with what exactly their readers are asking for. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um, and so the, the benefit or the value, and especially in the health industry where you really focus on, um, you know, one of the challenges that we've seen in that industry as it's shifted over the last about 10 years or so um, is that the, uh, the income levels just aren't there the way that they once were because of new regulations and other things that have come about. Um, yeah. And so what, what exactly, what's the purpose or what's the benefit in someone taking the time to invest in creating a passive income stream? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of the myth of the rich doctor, you know, most people see doctors and lawyers and maybe a few other professions as these wealthy, uh, you know, like guaranteed wealth type professions. I would say that that's no longer the case uh, for the grand majority, or at least it's kind of not what, you know, it's not the whole picture. So we talk to docs and nutritionists and other health professionals all day, every day. And all we hear is about the stack of hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of loans. And the fact that because they're trading dollars per hour, they can't even really take a two-week vacation, let alone a month vacation, right. without their income going to zero, meaning they've got to plan the other 10, you know, 11 months to make this happen. And so, you know, passive income really is insurance for your business. Mm -hmm. um, it really is a diversification. And here's the reality is we can talk about vacation, sure. But sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's time off needed for other things. I had a chiropractor yeah. client who broke her wrist and her income dramatically went to nearly zero because yeah. most of her income depended on her hands being on the patient. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, with no planning at all, she had like no choice, but really to kind of ramp up her thing and had a massive motivation right. um, to get it done. Because the reality is if it depends on you being alive, present, not sick, and at your desk to make money, that is a massive liability for your business. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, I think one of the challenges, too, that comes along with um, people trying to come up with these these ideas or these solutions, and I would imagine this is part of your, your program as you're walking people through this, but, you know, the big piece of it is a lot of us have um, great ideas. It's, it's implementing and executing on those. So, um, what do you generally recommend whenever someone's trying to figure out how do I get this out there? How do I generate interest in people actually wanting to be a part of this great solution, this great idea that I have, this, this passive income stream that I've created? How do we get interest in that? Yeah. So, you know, when we start, most of our clients have no audience. And so we're really starting from scratch. And so, and the ones that do have an audience, it's usually a very small audience. And no matter what size audience, you still always need a bigger one, especially if you're selling something that's perhaps a lower price product, you need volume. Sure. So sure. the very first thing we do is we really test it out even before we've created it. We make sure that we have pre-sales. So we have a whole pr process so that, you know, even as soon as we've got kind of the topic narrowed down and uh, it outlined and whatnot, we can kind of give it a title or at least a working title. We mm -hmm. validate it with the market because as I like to say myself and my coaches, uh, sure, we're smart, but you know, the reality is the real boss is your, your readers, your clients, right? Yeah. And so we want to make sure we get some pre-sales in, some interest in. So we just take them through a very simple process to really, you know, even if it's just friends and family to start with. Um, and then, you know, from there, really, we have to grow audience. And so that's where we really take them through depending on where they're at. Most clients, let's say they have no audience 
audience, we take them through a process where they can use other people's audiences with either guest posting or podcasts or affiliates or what have you to really get their work in front of other people's audiences organically and without spending any money. And the only clients we have, you know, running Facebook ads are the ones that are already making, you know, maybe 30 grand a month and above. Mm -hmm. And at that point, we have them kind of reinvesting to grow their audience in a paid way. But I really love that first year being as organic as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be a challenge to do. I mean, like you say, we've, we've always got to make our audience larger whenever we are, um, uh, when we're trying to create something like this. But, um, but it can be a real challenge to do to, to create the audience, to build that interest. And um, uh, are, are you finding, I mean, are there any specific things that you see or hear from your clients that are um, sort of, uh, I'm going to say the common objections, but really it's more of those insecurities about creating this type of platform. Is there anything that you're seeing? Oh, for saying, sure. I've got an idea, but why would anybody want this? Oh, totally and completely. I mean, in the creative process, that's where all the gremlins come out. It's like, you know, who am I to whatever? Um, And the reality is we're still all human beings. (laughs) And, um, and at the end of the day, it's, it really is that self doubt. And, and I would say, I mean, if you don't have that to some degree, Mm -hmm. it's probably not a big enough idea or, or, you know, I I don't know. I've never heard, I've never had a client and even all of my, you know, highly successful colleagues, the ones that I know well enough to have these deep conversations, you know, anytime they start a new business, it's the same thing, you know, to some degree. Yes, you have a little more confidence in that you've done it before, but the reality is if it's a new product or a new audience or whatever that you're testing, there are all these unknowns and all these fears. Yeah. And and then with the medical professionals in particular, the ones that also get added on, we have like an addendum there, which is uh, making sure we don't violate, you know, this or that, mm-hmm. you know, regulation, yeah. making sure that they have all the disclaimers in place, that they are a doctor, but they're not your doctor. And, you know, this is not, you know, constitute diagnosis, treatment, et cetera, et cetera. Right. right. So there's yeah. that, you know, and, and those are really just I's dotted T's crossed. Those are sort of easy to check off the list with the right, you know, uh, legal help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the other, um, kind of objections that that we often see when people are wanting to create this type of revenue stream um, mm-hmm. is, is um, I think it's sort of an older mentality. And of course, it's hard to talk about old and new in something that's, you know, passive revenue streams in the, in the digital yeah. world are all fairly new. But I think there used to be this kind of uh, misconception or there is a current misconception that you have to be an author or have done something incredibly amazing. Um, you know, you have to have climbed Everest three times with with one leg in order to really kind of create these types of platforms or you have to be an author. Are you seeing that still to be the case or are those things starting to shift where it's not necessarily about having achieved some level of greatness or having 10 books behind your name? I mean, I think, you know, the greatness is developed through the work. So there's no, you know, there's no magic anointing fairy that comes in and says, and now you are worthy of doing this thing. You know, the reality is I feel like, you know, the process is what makes you qualified. Right. Um, And so whatever it is, you know, I've got, you know, obviously there are you know, people that uh, some of our clients have 30 years under their belt of experience mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, they're, they're incredibly uh, skilled and, and whatnot in their field. And we have also, you know, moms that are simply trying to help people feed their toddler a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. And guess what? That is just as valuable to that other, you know, the, the new mom that has no idea how to get her kid to eat vegetables. And so who, you know, who are we to say that someone, uh, you, you know, there are all these milestones or checklists that you have to achieve before you're able to share your work with the world. I call BS on that. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So when if someone is considering this type of thing, and let's say that that's an objection that they have is, well, I've not, um, you know, I've not published these particular articles or been in these journals yeah. or written this book. What's the first step you think for them? What's the first thing that they need to do um, to maybe start moving this dream forward a little bit? I mean, the first thing I would recommend actually is a book, uh, because there is a, there's only one book that we recommend to all of our clients, and that is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And I would recommend deferring to that and reading that because the reality is that, you know, you playing small isn't helping anyone. And so the mindset really comes, it's one, it's one of the reasons we kind of tackle mindset so heavily in our program, because the reality is that leads to procrastination. It leads to all of a sudden you can't find the time to do it and all these different things, which is really a self-doubt piece. Mm -hmm. um, and really just list all the reasons, you know, start focusing on all the reasons you are qualified. Now, yeah. you know, you may very well not be, uh, it depends on, on what it is, but start re the, the reality is nine times out of 10, what I see is it's not not a lack of qualification. It's it's a it's a looking at reasons why not versus looking at reasons why too. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So when someone is, um, uh, they've decided that they're going to move forward with something like this, or or at least they're going to you know start pursuing that direction. What's a timeline? You know, you talked about like a chiropractor who, um, you know, because of a wrist hand injury, they they. I mean, obviously that's a critical part to their, their career. Um, but if someone is in, in the full-time grind and they're working 50, 60 hours a week and they know there's got to be a better way, how long does it typically take to um, generate some sort of passive income stream and kind of start this process and getting it ramped up? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we have our clients making their first dollars in the, in week four. Um, now that said, it's not replace your day job income. Sure. So I really like to say realistically to give it a year, and really, you know, give it a year of evenings and weekends where you can carve out, you know, a couple hours at night and maybe four hours on a Saturday or something like that and really, really devote yourself to the process. Mm -hmm. And that would be, you know, again, be, being able to make your first six figures in one year is totally reasonable with the right system and the right application of time. Yeah. And that's what that's going to look like is, you know, kind of a bell curve of, you know, more work in the beginning for less money and less work towards the end for more money. That's just right. kind of the way it goes. Right. So, so the real risk there is in those early months where it feels like you're doing a lot of work for very little money because you are, yeah. um, that's where, you know, the motivation on steroids is really needed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and even at that, you know, whenever you talk about those numbers, that's still a pretty good return because yeah. um, many of us, whether in the uh, health profession or other industries, um, many of us work a lot more hours than that for less money at the end of the year, yep. or we spend two, three, five years trying to build a business working 60, 80 hours a week. Um, uh, you know, with with ultimately less money. And then to your point, I know this is one of the big things that you drive to is trying to get rid of that concept of hour equals wage yeah. and, and yeah. um, trying to remove that misconception that not everything has to be, you know, this hour of work equals this specific wage. And, um, yeah. and especially in the health profession where it's about seeing, um, you know, seeing clients, seeing patients, but even, you know, th all of the things we're talking about today, and I hope, hope people realize this, I mean, this is all, 100% transferable, um, no matter the industry, you know, even in professional service industry, yeah. we're still doing the same thing. We're building a pipeline of leads, taking those leads, working through a process, you know, and so we've created these processes to say, well, if I want to earn $100,000, I've got to make this many calls today in order to make $100,000 in this period of time. So, um, 
you know, it's all putting in work for kind of that long-term investment. Uh, yeah. But obviously what this does is it allows us to put that work in that creates a more long-term investment without having to continue to put quite the same amount of work in over time. Yeah. And I think that that mindset shift is critical to really see it as building an asset and not replacing your job. And especially for the docs we do have that are making 400 grand a year, mm-hmm. you know, for them, even, you know, making a hundred grand in one year, they're sort of like, well, whoop do you do that doesn't cover, you know, anything that the, you know, the lifestyle they've got or whatever. Right. And right. the reality is, again, it's something that is scalable. The minute you're able to sort of, you know, again, it's not something that depends on your one-on-one time. It's not something that has a cap. Right. Um, so really it's the mindset shift of this isn't a salary. This isn't an hourly wage. This is an asset. This is something that can go on beyond us even being on this planet, you know? So it is, it is a big, big shift that's, that's important to do before you start working on it to really feel that motivation to sit down at your desk when you are doing it for zero or $2 an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, uh, with with the clients that you've worked with and your experience in developing these uh, income streams, is there a is there a particular uh, uh, kind of resource that you have found to be the most um, most commonly used? Meaning, you know, is it is it about doing some sort of coaching? Is it about book? Is it about um, some sort of online course? Like, what is kind of the passive income stream that you typically recommend or that you see people having the most success with? Yeah. So there's kind of a spectrum, I think, on, you know, the the degrees of passiveness. So in my opinion, the most passive thing is a digital ebook. So a PDF. And the reason for that is because other than, you know, it being automatically downloaded, there's really nothing you need to do at that point. You've delivered completely. So that's kind of where we start everyone at. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would really consider true passive income. And again, the only sort of active anything that's required there is we have a very part-time assistant that, you know, ships a supplement that we have, which is not passive income. And every once in a while, she'll get an email saying they couldn't download the PDF, you know, someone that's not kind of tech literate. That's totally fine. But other than that, it's pretty much 100% passive. And then on the other end of that, you've got one-on-one coaching, which is active income. And so in between that, there's group coaching, there are courses, and that's where I would kind of call that more hybrid income, which a lot of our Mm -hmm. clients choose to do on the back end of their ebook. So, um, you know, that's something that is a little bit uh, quicker to be profitable on because it's a higher price point, a course yeah. or a group coaching program than an ebook, which might be $20, $30. So there's less volume required, but it is less passive. So it really, our clients kind of run the gamut. Some of them really want it to be, you know, 100% passive. They want to make sure they can live laptop lifestyle, go to the Philippines, to Malaysia, do whatever, be on any time zone and not have any requirements. Right. And right. Uh, they're willing to have it take a little bit longer. Um, and other clients either want to or need to be profitable quicker. And so they choose to go more hybrid income first and do take their one-on-one and make it group. And that way they can make more money quicker and still start to get out of the Mm -hmm. one-on-one as they're building their passive income stream. So it really just depends on what people's goals and wants and desires are. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes great sense. And I, and I think that's an important thing for people to understand as well. Um, if they're considering adding something like this into their um, kind of professional portfolio is that one of the first things you've got to decide on is how passive do you want it to be? And where do you feel like you can provide the most value? I mean, there's some people that, um, you know, maybe can't write anything out in a comprehensible way, but um 
but they can coach, you know, they can provide that information in that one-on-one setting or in that group setting. And so, you know, we've also got to have enough self-awareness to know where are we the best version of ourselves um, and where can we provide the most value to the, to the people around us. And so I think that's important to understand as well as you're looking at the type of income that you want to create. For Um, sure. And so, um, Sylvie, just, uh, you know, before we head out, just a couple of other quick things here. Um, you know, any any kind of general um, steps or advice that you would give to people that are saying, I've been thinking about this passive income thing. I've heard about it. Um, what's next? What do I do from here? Where do I go from here? Um, what, what kind of advice would you give to people on just sort of making that initial leap? Yeah, well, I think, you know, initially it really is carving out the time, I think is the best possible thing is, is understanding how committed are you because everyone and their cousin wants passive income, they want the result, just like everyone and their cousin, you know, might want a six pack, but right. when it comes right. down to are you willing to do what it takes to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so I would get really ruthless with your calendar and start, you know, drawing a red line through anything that you can give up anything that you can carve out time wise, because the reality is it's going to take some commitment. It's not about your resources of time, but it's about your resourcefulness. Um, And so that would be the first step. And if they're a health professional, more than happy to have them go to my website and take a look at our webinar, which is at sylviemccracken.com forward slash webinar for the five steps that we take health professionals through. And um, But really, it is a matter of finding and making the time more so than, you know, just the desire. It really is taking that next step and really kind of clearing the space for it. Yeah. Yeah, very good. And, you know, really would encourage you to think about, is this something that's right for you? Is this something that makes sense for you and your business? Um, and, um, and and whether it's something that's just simply supplemental so that you can maybe work 40 hours instead of 60 hours, uh, or is this something that maybe you truly are looking at as um, offsetting what you're, what you're making now and, and being able to provide a completely different lifestyle for yourself and for your family. So, Sylvie, thank you so much. This was great uh, information. Like I I know this is a kind of a hot topic that a lot of people talk about and think about. I appreciate you providing some information and resources about, um, you know, what this looks like and what we do with it. And certainly want to encourage everyone to go out and, and take a look. So Sylvie, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank you so much, Kyle, for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to receive the latest episodes. For more information on how Employer Blueprint can help build great teams in your business, visit EmployerBlueprint.com. Or to inquire about Kyle speaking at your next event, visit KyleGorman.com. And until next time, make it a great day.